Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I don't know if that, maybe just me sounding like nobody's on the other line. Hello, hello. Can you hear me now? Ah, <sighs> uh, How's it going? Yeah, really good. It's like so nice out. We're not sick for once. I know. It's wild. And we don't have kids tonight. We're just... No. No. There's dog drinking really loudly in the background, though, if you yeah. hear that. <laughs> we're never not, we're never alone. No. But <laughs> we are never alone. It's either dogs or kids. Yeah, that's How okay, are though. You? I like them both. I'm good. I'm glad that it's so nice out, but I heard it's going to snow on the weekend, so. I mean, it is February. Yeah, like it's supposed to snow. What do they call it? Fool's Spring? Yeah, there's like a funny meme that goes around because where we live gets like such like wild weather sometimes, like such extremes. Mm -hmm. So this is um, fake spring. Yeah, we're all excited because everything's melting. <clears throat> yeah. But, Joke's on us. It's going to snow. Yeah, and be like minus 15 on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, well. You guys better buckle up. Oh, God, this episode. This episode is too much. <clears throat> like, the fact that they had, like, two kind of boring episodes, mm -hmm. split it up. This was enough <laughs> drama, or not even, this was enough shenanigans like, to spread out over a few episodes. Yeah, uh, both of us had more notes written before the credits played at the beginning that I've ever had before. Yeah. Like, the... Like the same amount of notes I normally have in the entire episode. Oh. Go oh my God. <laughs> I was like, is somebody at our door? No, Google's just telling us that maybe our plants need watering. You really keep us on track with all the schedules you set. I know, because I thought I, like I learned it. You can like set a schedule and then Google reminds you. Yeah. And I thought it was fun to set them up, but now I, and then I forget and then... At seven ten on a Thursday, I know I got to go water the plants. See yeah. ya. Excuse Guess you're us. doing this I'll on your carry own. Carry on, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is season two, episode sixteen. It is titled "It Takes a Village." 
So, like, is that because all the things that happened, like, it takes a village to raise children together? Like, the Hamilton family, who we Yeah, I don't really see the correlation with this title. Yeah. Okay, February 26th, 1998. It was a good month. Oh, man, we're so close to the actual date. Today's the 22nd. Oh, you're right. Ah. Okay, Simon attends his first makeout party and learns girls, learns more about girls than how they kiss. Like, that happens. That's one thing that happens. You said, were you invited to makeout parties? Like, like, I don't think, okay, like, I don't, no. No, I wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Is it because your mom's listening? (laughs) Barb, this is where you skip ahead 30 seconds. (laughs) No, like, okay, the way that they spun the party that Simon and Nigel go to is that it was one of, what was the girl's name? Did you catch it? Like, Joanna? Yeah, Dobson or something. Yeah, it was like, we got invited to one of Joanna Dobson's infamous makeout parties. Like, ew. Ew. Like, I don't think. Because what is he, 12, we think? Yeah. No, I didn't get invited to a party that was coined a makeout party. My mom wouldn't be letting me go to that. But like, I went to boy girl parties when I was like 12 and we slow danced in people's basements just like they did. I This was not my experience. Like, I didn't play seven minutes in heaven with anybody. Like, I'm that's not me. No, yeah, thank I you. don't think I went to parties where seven minutes in heaven existed. was a thing. Yeah, we did. I was like a drama kid. I think that's why. So we played like spin the bottle. I don't know. Truth or dare. Yeah. Truth or dare. Um, I don't know. Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> I was going to say, what's the one? I was going to say two truths in a lie, but that's not what we played. No. <laughs> I have never. Never have I ever. Never have I ever. I've never. I've never. I've never. I've never. <laughs> I didn't play never have I ever until I got older. And then it was like funny to play it in my 20s. Because yeah. some people have done some things they shouldn't have done. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're not here to shame anyone. No, we're not. But uh. this, so the whole episode really, the overarching thing is that the Hamiltons, who we met in The Color of God. And a couple other times. And a couple other times. But that, and then, and the Camdens. Camdens. I was like, the Campbells? <laughs> show is this what are we watching what are we watching the camdens are doing this like regularly scheduled seems like an annual family family night like a big everyone's getting together and nobody wants to do it except for the wives i roll and so (laughs) they each character comes up with a reason why they can't attend and and the first two people to say they can't attend are Eric and Morgan Hamilton. Like, I want you to, if we've got this plan mm-hmm. that we're going to do like a family thing with another family. Yeah. And you're the first one to back out. Yeah. I that mean, wouldn't fly in a lesbian relationship. That's why. No, I know. Like, I'm not going to, if we're getting together with Sam and Amy and all the kids, I'm not going to be like, Amy, listen, do you want to, you want to head out into the play pool? Yeah, you want to go play, go to the billiards while Lindsay and Amy just hang out with all Lindsay the kids. And Sam just hang out with all the kids. I just take a gummy and sit back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> Annie is pissed, and Eric's like, you know, Morgan just really needs me. We're just he needs a guy's night, and Annie's like, fine. Like, why does it have to be that night? Yeah, go on Saturday. This is on a Friday can't go out on Saturdays. That's when he writes a sermon. Well, that sounds like a you problem, Eric. (laughs) 
I just wrote, Eric wants a guy's night out with Morgan. Annie and Patricia can take the kids. I know. I just wrote, she lets them. Because she, like, yeah. she fine. She's just like, fine. Yeah. Like, come on. And then Morgan. And that's a lot of kids. Because the Hamiltons have four kids. Yeah, that's nine. That's too many. That's too many. That's... So then Morgan is talking to Patricia, his wife, and is like, you know, Eric just, you know, all we do is write sermons and we just, he needs a guy's night out and... So they're both being sneaky. You can tell they're both being like shifty about the reason that they need a guy's night out and blaming it on the other guy. And we don't know why. <clears throat> right. Well, when Eric's on the phone with Morgan, he says, are you sure you're up for this tonight? I hope you're doing the right thing. And then Morgan does allude something about they're meeting someone and he hopes he doesn't like fly off the rails or a yeah. handle or something. Mm -hmm. So Morgan and Eric are up to no good. They are going for a boys' night out to the billiards. Yep. John and Matt mm -hmm. are concocting a plan to go to a over-21 club. And Matt's like, hey, man, we're so close to graduating. Like, I don't want to mess up. this up. And John's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're good. We're golden. And so I can't remember what do they tell their parents. They tell their parents they want to go to a party or they want to go out. They want to go out, but just the two of them. And yes. And the other kids need rides places. Which so they'll we'll drive the other kids to where they need to go. Yeah. Um, Lucy. So Lucy is getting help from this bro dude named Scott yeah. for her algebra. And Scott is 14, as is Lucy. Right. And so Scott comes over to give lucy some algebra help and in the meantime he like is hitting on mary oh mary's giving them googly uh, eyes and so mary keep it in your pants like He's 14 and, and like scott looks her up and down yeah it's anyways it's gross so then scott says i only volunteered to help lucy because he likes mary and do you want to go to a movie so <laughs> <laughs> my god okay <laughs> So that's Mary's reason why she can't go is because she want is now been invited on a date to the movies with Scott. Yes. But, but she doesn't want anyone to know Lucy that she's doesn't going. know. Nobody knows. Yeah. She's like, I'll just meet you there because this can just be our little secret. Yeah. Because he's younger than her, which is inappropriate. <laughs> and then Lucy gets approached by Keisha in school and she's like, Lucy, I need you to like save my life right now. My mom made me break up with my boyfriend and because her grades are slipping because her grades are slipping and I want to sneak off to the movies with him tonight. Will you come with me and we can meet up with him and we can tell our moms that we're going to a movie Yeah. and Lucy is all but too happy because they're best friends. And of course she's going to connect these forbidden lovers. Yeah. Um, and so of course Lucy goes to her mom and she's like, Keisha's just haven't just broke up with her boyfriend and you know, we just really want to spend time together. And then Keisha says the same thing to her mom. I just, you know, you, I had to break up with Rick, Brian, what's his name? I don't know. I, I wrote it down. It sounded like Joey to me. Oh, I might've just made that It was up, Rick. Though. Rick is Keisha's boyfriend. And then he brought a date for Lucy named Brian. Brian, who's very popular yeah. and Lucy's in his Lucy English lit class. Lucy is smitten. Yeah. Um, and then Lynn and Ruthie 
are the only ones that oh, we skipped over Simon and Nigel. Oh, I well, sorry. In my notes, I wrote about Lynn and Ruthie first. Oh, well, I thought we were going in age. It was going oh, so naturally. Sorry. <laughs> that. Simon, Simon and Nigel <laughs> get invited to a makeout party. And Simon is like, mom, I got invited to a party, but I don't have to go if you don't want me to because he's so nervous. Well, because the girl that invites him is like the makeout queen of the grade 12 or the 12 year olds. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, let's not slut shame. Also yeah. gross. <laughs> but she, I, yeah. she reminds me of a younger Melissa Joan Hart. Like, I, I thought she reminded me of a younger Tori Spelling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see both. Yeah. And so Annie's like, well, no, like you can go. That's fine. Your brother will drive you. And so Nigel says the same thing to, you know, his mom. He's like, parents will be there the whole time. Simon's going. And she's like, okay, well, if Simon's going, then that's fine. So they're off to there. And now the problematic Ruthie and Lynn. So, okay. Do we want to just talk about Ruthie and Lynn and go through it and then talk about everybody else? Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. So Ruthie and Lynn. They start the episode off, they're in their grade one class, and they both are talking about how they have a crush on their substitute teacher, Mr. Lim. Ruthie refers to him as her boyfriend. Right. And Lynn tries to get his attention, like waving her arm. And she's like, don't talk to my boyfriend. You're trying to steal my boyfriend. (laughs) And then he comes over and like talks to the both of them. And they're both like, oh, (sighs) Mr. Lim. Like they're six. Like ladies. Okay, so Ruthie then says she can't go on this fun family outing because she's not friends with Lynn anymore. Because she's mad that Lynn is trying to steal her man. Yeah, and she's like, how do I make a guy like me? And she says, hey, mom, to Annie, when you were dating daddy, did any other girls like him? And Annie's like, yeah, but... And then does Ruthie say something like, yeah, but you got him. Yeah. Like you won or something. And she's yeah. like, well, I didn't get him. He's not like a prize. And then she kind of smirks and she's like, yeah, but I got him. I know. And then Lynn says the same thing to her mom. She's like, how did you, how do I get a man? Like, how yeah. do you get a man to like you? Like, it's so problematic. It's so inappropriate. So Annie and Patricia are like, hell no, children. You are the two that are coming with us and we're going to go out for dinner. Yeah, and a movie. And a movie. So they get to this restaurant, and it's just the four of them. And Ruthie takes off her jacket at the table, and she is wearing this little stuffed bra under her shirt. Yeah, like she's got boobs. (laughs) And Lynn gets upset and says, she's trying to steal my boyfriend. Uh, like uh, i'm surprised that it never comes to light maybe it ended up on the editing floor that that it was mr Lim, an adult grown man that these young six-year-olds were fighting over like i thought there'd be a teachable moment in there but yeah not always what do i know um so and then at the very end of the episode we're jumping way ahead but ruthie and lynn decide that they're friends again well don't don't do the spoiler though okay about what Ruthie teaches Lynn? What does she teach her? How to stuff a bra. Oh, that's fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they're friends again. And the they their scenes end with Ruthie, like, showing Lynn, like, how to stuff a bra. Yeah. And they're, like, wiggling their wiggling shoulders. Their, yeah. and... Like, ew. 
Okay. I don't even know where to begin. I, now. Like, I think we just kind of, I think in this episode, we just kind of have to go because we're up. Everything is leading up to one final yeah. catastrophe. Yeah. And so we can kind of, I think, go scene by scene. Like, so Eric and Morgan go to the pool hall. Billiards. Yeah. I think we should do Eric and and Morgan and then do Simon and then everyone else is intertwined with each other. Yes. A bit. Okay. So Morgan and Eric are at the pool hall billiards and Eric's like, I don't know if he's going to show up. It's already whatever time. And then it comes to light that they're meeting. Um, what is his name? Kevin. Kevin. Kevin who is Patricia's ex-husband. So if you guys remember the episode, was it Valentine's Day? Last season. That they were in, they went camping last minute and it was raining. And one of them had a cellular phone. And every Valentine's Day, Kevin, Patricia's ex-husband, calls her and wishes her and happy, wishes valentine's, her happy day. valentine's day and then every valentine's day um morgan and patricia get in a huge fight over this phone call. over this phone call because he's her ex-husband and patricia should be spending time with her husband so for 20 20 valentine's days you guys have gotten into an argument like if you think that john is 18 and they were probably married for two years before they had him. yeah like 20 valentine's days yeah or more you guys have fought because of but like Kevin. a couple things, Patricia, maybe tell Kevin to stop phoning on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's a boundary. Hey, Morgan, maybe like work on your own self-esteem and not like blaming your wife for something. Because she doesn't want these phone calls. Yes, but she still takes them. Yes, but like they do make it sound like last season when he makes the calls because it was Eric's cell phone. Like yes. it doesn't matter whether they're camping <laughs> and have no service, Kevin will find a way. Kevin has no boundaries. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does not respect Patricia and Morgan's boundaries. Exactly. So <laughs> so I guess Morgan somehow connected with him and said, meet me at the pool hall. And Morgan might beat him up. He's, you he's, know, he's like, like Eric's there to hold him back. Yes. And Eric's like, okay, but we're just going to talk to him about not phoning anymore on Valentine's day. But they are talking smack about him. Yeah. So then <laughs> these like grown men in khakis are playing Re pool. Reverends. Reverends in khakis are playing pool. And then this character comes in, Kevin, and he's a wheelchair user. So he like, so he wheels in yeah, and he's like, you must be Morgan. I'm Kevin. And nobody there knew that he was going to show up in a wheelchair. And so <laughs> this changes everything because Morgan isn't going to beat up a guy in a wheelchair. Good thing they picked somewhere accessible. They didn't even know. They didn't even know. <laughs> and so they all sit down and they're talking and it comes to light that Kevin... So he wasn't in a wheelchair when he was married to Patricia. Yes, he this went has to been Nam. Since. Yes, when he fought in Nam, and then he met—that's where he met his wife and adopted her children. And so he has this beautiful life with a wife and children, and his—and he's in a wheelchair. And he calls. I mean, he, first of all, we need like Russell Morgan calls Patricia Patricia. Yes. in every sentence that he speaks her name. But Kevin calls her Patty. Good catch. And so he says that he calls Patty to remind himself of a time in his life where he was more carefree. <laughs> that still doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah. Kevin, if you need to terrorize somebody else's relationship and disregard personal boundaries to remind yourself of being carefree, (laughs) you need to unpack that in therapy. Yeah. (laughs) But what does Morgan do? Falls for it. He's like, oh my gosh, you're, I can't believe that I was so upset for the last 20 years. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. This is going to be so great. You got to come over. Yeah, you you know, don't call her on Valentine's Day anymore. I want you to come over come and over. say hi to her. And then Kevin is like, we'll have a right now. I'm free tonight. Like, what? <laughs> and Morgan, who isn't good at setting boundaries, says, yeah, okay, or another night. And Kevin's like, no, nah, tonight, let's go. Like, yeah, because Kevin's kind of a predator for Patty. You're right. <laughs> this is predator for patty (laughs) (laughs) yeah so do we want to talk about how that ends yeah so (laughs) they're all back at the camden's house and And shit has gone down yeah it's other people it has been a night it's been a night so patty and patricia (laughs) patricia and annie are having a cup of coffee and some dessert but they're they're did you see what they were eating like cheesecake or something? It was a coffee cake, like in one of those bun, oh. <laughs> a bunt pan. But like, I just... Those like, are delicious. They're delicious. But like, who, it was Annie. Who spent all this time cooking this cake? Yeah, because she also made cookies at the start of the episode. Oh, yeah, she did. She's a good stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. So they're just having a coffee, trying to debrief about what the hell <laughs> they just went through. And, and Eric and in? Morgan walk in and they say patty have we got a patricia have we got a surprise for you someone's here to see you and okay so the the scene is like morgan and eric are standing there at the door at the door and they're like guess who's here to see you and kevin like wheels around behind them and come like emerges between the births himself between the <laughs> two of them and is almost he's like in a shadow almost yeah and she has this look on her face like who is this? She's still sitting and she's like, okay. And then he almost, he like rolls forward a little bit and his face like comes into the light and she's like, <gasps> and he has like, to say who, Patty, it's me, Kevin, <laughs> your ex. Like, I don't know about you, but I would recognize anyone that I was married to. Well, can I tell you something though? I get really nervous that I'm going to not recognize somebody or I'm going to assume somebody is somebody else. Like, even if, if I'm coming to meet you at, and you're already somewhere, I'm nervous that I'm going to approach the wrong booth and it won't really be you. Or I'll walk right past you because I won't have recognized you. This is like your social anxiety. This is my social anxiety. <laughs> and so if I, especially... Like, I'll walk into a place and be like, Carly! <laughs> and just, I hope you wave. Yeah. I have to be the, if I'm meeting someone somewhere, I want to be, yeah, I want to be the first one there so that I'm already seated and I don't have to be the one. You're not the mistake maker. I'm not the mistake (laughs) maker. The other person can be. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so Patricia hugs him. And and she death glares Morgan. It should be noted, A, follow us on social media. I posted a clip on TikTok and Instagram. If you look up seventh heaven underscore a lesbian recap. So she hugs Kevin and like the daggers that shoot from her eyeballs towards Eric, towards and, Morgan. Eric and Morgan. And so then they just start catching up. They're chit chatting. Yeah. And, and then, then- 
when he leaves. Yeah, at the end, she's like saying goodbye to him. And they don't show how he gets in the car. He drives. But he's sitting in a convertible and he's disassembling his wheelchair. He's got the passenger seat like pushed forward. So the back of the seat is pushed forward. And like we don't see any other parts of the wheelchair except for like a wheel that he, he like... Like, it looks like a bicycle wheel. Like, it's, yeah. it's removed from the chair. And he puts it behind the seat and then pushes the seat back. Yeah. And I so know, I can only like, assume it's in pieces behind. I know that, that like, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Wheelchair users could drive. And yeah. it's just, it seemed funny because... They also, though, the camera then goes on to his hands and close show up. a close-up of how he turns the car on using his hands with the, like, paddle. You know why, Lindsay? Because this is a show about representation. <laughs> yeah. And they, need, <laughs> they needed yeah. to show a disability, a differently abled individual, mm-hmm. and how they navigate their life. I know. So, my, thanks, Kevin. My grandma tried to learn how to drive a car like that. But she was too nervous. With her hands? Yeah. My mom's mom. She like has, uh, or she had, um, oh God, what are those? Never mind. Okay. Something and she couldn't drive with her legs. Yeah. Okay. Autoimmune disease. Oh. She had, <laughs> she had like there it is. two different autoimmune diseases. And yeah, one of them made it so her legs didn't work properly anymore. And so she did. She took the lessons on how to drive with her hands, but she was nervous. She was a nervous driver anyways, even when she could use her legs. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> now Simon and Nigel have been dropped off at the party. Yes. We're so backtracking. John and Matt have john and matt have got a full car they're dropping simon and nigel at the party they're dropping mary at the movie theater and then they are going to the club yeah and so yeah they get into the party they're in the basement it's lame the mom and dad are just like standing on the stairs watching the party oh my god so before they go they go in the door they're like checking each other's breath yeah and well, yeah i don't know yeah so they go into the party. So then the 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 girl who's hosting the party Joanna. is like, yeah, is like, mom, dad, like you said you were going to go upstairs. And so they're like, okay. So they go upstairs and she dims the lights with one of those round dimmer, dimmer switches. switches. And and then and then Laura, who's the girl, the makeout queen that asked Simon to the party, switches the CD to like a slow jam. Yeah. And they all just start like slow dancing, like in awkwardly, the arms yeah, far like apart, leaving yeah. space for Jesus. Yes, <laughs> they're just slow dancing, and then Laura flicks the lights on off on off. Like is that the sa- is that the sign? That's, That's the, the sign. makeout sign. And she's like, "Okay, who's up for seven minutes in heaven?" And poor Nigel goes, "What's that?" Oh my god! And, and his then girlfriend. his girlfriend, who I can't remember if they said her name uh nina. Is, nina is like oh that's where we go in the closet for seven minutes and he's like and do what and they're just like giggling yeah so so joanna is like who wants to go first and laura grabs simon's hand and raises it and says we'll go first and simon is mortified also to note he's also wearing a smart pair of khakis yes and did you notice he was wearing like a uh dress shirt with the vest yeah but yeah like a sweater jacket. vest yeah, yeah. So they get in the closet. Yeah. And they have this awkward, like, like Laura says, like, well, I just want to get, I just like to get this out of the way. Like, well, I think, 
she i think this is her saying she doesn't actually kiss the boys right she just sits in the closet to to wait out seven minutes yeah and they start talking about superheroes and they've got the same favorite ant-man i think i don't know it was the one with the figure that he was waiting for and then ruthie bought it for him and so he's like i've never kissed anyone laura's like me neither and simon's like okay but Doug Peterson said that you have been kissing everybody all over the whole school. And then Laura says, well, Doug Peterson just spread that rumor because I refused to kiss him. And Simon's like, aren't you upset that somebody's spreading rumors all over the school? And she's like, no, because it's not true. Like, good on you. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just read my note also. I wrote, what is wrong with this world? Because as they're going into the closet, everyone's going, Simon, oh. Simon. <laughs> And I'm like, like, excuse me, they're 12. Misogynistic, yeah. like, stop that. Yeah. So. So they end up, like, connecting about superheroes, and they both think the, each other is great. And they're about to have, they are going to kiss, just not for seven minutes. And there's a, a, a yell from outside the door. And they're like, Simon, you better get out here now. And so, like, you can kind of tell something's gone awry but simon's and not gonna let this no, one go he's like heck no so the moment their lips touch and oh my god the whole episode went silent yeah so it goes black and then they kiss and then the door swings open and there's the dad and his joanna's dad vest. and they end up phoning eric and morgan like the dad ends up phoning Eric yeah. or and Morgan to say this is what happened. So happened your kids were at a makeout party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think they really get in trouble. Like it just seemed like Yeah. There was other people making out. So Yeah. Okay, so John and Matt, uh, they drop everyone off and they want to go to their over twenty one club. Yes. And they get there and the like front door guy Let's them in right away, no questions asked, which makes Matt nervous. Yeah, but John knew. <laughs> so then they're not in there for two minutes, and the front door guy, who seems to be like the announcer, I don't know, owner or whatever, gets up on stage and says, like, okay, everybody, he's back again from last week. What's his name? John Hamilton. Yeah. And John gets up on the stage and sings. And Matt's like, whoa, what? And the camera pans in like he's gazing pans lovingly in, at slow him. zooms towards Matt just having some funny feelings about what he's witnessing. <laughs> Watching John sing. And John sings and he... Was it the same club that maybe Mary was singing at, I wonder? I don't think so because if this is an over 21 club and Mary was 14 right. and went with that predator woman, friend of Annie's. Oh, yeah. Who was assaulting <laughs> Matt. Matt. Rachel? Yeah. So I think she was like, they were at an all ages club, but. Right. So Um, it turns out John has got a record deal or like a record company. It wants to talk to him and like get him signed on. And his dad wants him to go to college, but you know, this is his life, his career. So, but we do find out when, when Morgan and Eric are playing pool, Morgan already knows about it. Somebody yeah. from the church has told Morgan about it. And he's like, yeah, John's been singing at a club and they offered him a record deal. And he does say that it might make him stay in town. Yes. Um, but Matt got mad at him. I know. He's like, you got to go to college. <laughs> you got to go to college, man. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't. This is my life. <laughs> and then they like, 
they like have a deep and meaningful and talk talk it out in the car and yeah. then everything's good. <laughs> like, yeah, they're best friends. Yeah. With funny feelings for each other. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, so Mary we know is going to a movie with 14-year-old what's his name? Scott. So they get to the movie and Okay, well, no, no, I guess Lucy, Keisha got and there. Lucy get there first. They yeah. get there first. This is where Keisha's like, oh, my boyfriend brought Brian. Y- Brian. And so they go and they're like, what movie should we see? And Keisha says, let's see the cartoon. They just call it the cartoon movie. Yeah. Because nobody will suspect that we would be in there. Or so, like they say, like, we're not going to pay attention to the movie anyway. Yeah. 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 They're not it's yeah. their own makeup party. So they go into the cartoon movie and then Mary shows up two minutes later and meets Scott and they try to get into this movie. It was called like love is something, something about love. It was clearly R rated. And like, they ask for him for ID and he's like, oh, oh, oh. Like he's I must have left his it chest. in my other jacket. <laughs> She's called him like stud muffin or something. Yeah. Hey stud, you better, you, you got your ID? And he's like, no, I left it in my other jacket. And then Mary's like, that's fine. Let's just see the cartoon movie. Yeah, like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So they get so two there in the cartoon, cartoon movie. movie. And then at the restaurant, <laughs> Annie and Patricia, who are with Ruthie and Lynn, they're like, hey, why don't we go see the cartoon movie? Yeah. We're going to surprise you. We're going to go see a movie. So they get tickets to the cartoon movie. <laughs> as we all know, classic 90s. Like, yeah. Everyone ends up in the same place yeah. by accident. So Keisha and her boyfriend are making a oh, God. tonsil hockey. And so is Lucy and Brian. Well, not, not at first. Brian like leans oh, yeah. in and kisses her cheek and she's all coy. And then before you know it, they're making out. Like she didn't even kiss Jimmy Moon. Absolutely not. Not Jimmy Moon or what was the other guy's name? Uh, the, Roger. The guy that had like had yeah. the mustache. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. So <laughs> they're making out. And then Mary and Scott are there and Scott tries to put his arm around her and she's like, you're 14. Yeah. Like she just keeps repeating like you're 14. Like this is a mistake. Yeah. You shouldn't have. Yeah. So then. So there's a seat between there's, there's, there's Annie and Patricia and then there's a seat with some people in it and then there's everybody making out. Yeah. And Ruthie and Lynn are like giggling like crazy pointing at Keisha and Lucy making out with her boyfriends. They don't know who it is yet. And they're like, oh my gosh, like this is so funny. And the moms are like, just watch the movie girls. Yeah. This is a kid's movie. Can you imagine? So then the people, the people that are in the seat in front of them get up to leave. Of course. And you can see like the moms see their, the sides of their faces and see it's their daughters. And they had just finished saying, could like what would you i couldn't imagine if this was my daughter yeah i'd send her to a convent <laughs> that's what patricia says yes so then they both stand well, up Ke- so patricia stands up first and says keisha and keisha turns and looks which causes lucy to turn yeah. and look and the look on Annie's annie face. says lucy oh. And they look over and Ruthie's just like shoving her face with popcorn. <laughs> She's like that Michael Jackson She's meme. She's the original Michael Jackson <laughs> meme. So then now they all go back to the Camdens. The Camdens. Mary so, does not get caught. Mary get no. Matt and um, John go pick her up with Nigel and Simon and they go home. 
Yes. So, well, Matt and John are alone. Matt and John take Nigel and Simon home. Right. Then to get in trouble. Around. Then they circle back around to go get Mary. And Mary's like, let me spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you what just happened. So then back at the Camden house, Lucy and Keisha are like kind of just standing there and their moms just lay into them. And Lucy kind of snaps back and is like, um, what does she say? She's got some sort of like comeback. I'm going to post the clip to Facebook or to Instagram and TikTok, but she says, you know, if you think about it, I didn't really break the rules because I was at a movie with Keisha. Yeah. <laughs> and Annie just like goes full Annie and is like, you are on house probation for three months. And if da, da, you da, da, can da. prove yourself after that, you might leave the house before you're 21. Bah, 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 she bah, says, bah. if you step one toe out of line, I, you're going to be low jacked. Yeah. And we had to look that up. I didn't know what that was. It's a police homing device. So like from it's the nineties. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's like a, what's it called? Like a bracelet, like a, it's like a, like what, what Martha Stewart had. What does everybody have now though? Key tags? Air, uh, tags? air tags? Yeah. It's like an air tag from 1998. Yeah. Like I think it's like, it's like when you're on house arrest and they make you put one of those like tracking devices yeah. on you because you're a criminal. Martha yeah. Stewart had it when she was on house arrest. Yeah. I think. Um, so yeah, we had to look it up. And you're like, Pat, Patricia kind of makes, I want to call her Patty. Patty. <laughs> okay, Kevin. <laughs> like kind of makes fun of Annie. She's like low jacked. And Annie's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, she got mad and just said stuff. I do it all the time. Yeah, new, Some new... of the best rules in our house come from those moments. <laughs> yep. So yeah, they just, but then somehow John and Eric, John and Matt end up in the room with oh yeah with lucy and keisha and they're getting mad at them they're like we can't believe that you were there making out and you got to be careful what you do with with any boy because they're gonna you know say that you did more even if all you did was make out and they're like a boy wouldn't do that how would how would you know a boy would do that and they're like we are boys oh my god like, so you're admitting to like spreading like, rumors do better. about women john and matt do Gross. better uh, yeah and so, so then morgan and eric and annie and pat patricia <laughs> what's wrong with me <laughs> are like listening through the door and they're yeah. like oh yeah oh, like, yeah like, that's good that's that, good that they're, they're parenting that. them just the way we would so yeah <sighs> yeah so <laughs> that's it that's it like, <laughs> like it's just like so much happened it was wild was making out with everybody yeah, it, they should have called it Make Out Ville. <laughs> it takes instead a of village. Takes a village. <sighs> like, I don't know. I can't believe next week is already episode 17. I know. Uh, it's called Nothing Endures But Change. Lucy's friend is killed in a tragic car accident and Lucy feels that she is to blame. And we've got a scoop on this. Yeah. We don't talk about the Patreon. Um, truthfully, we are overdue for an episode, but there's a few episodes on there that we are deep diving into each of the actors that play the kids. So if you listen to this and you want more, go check us out on Patreon. It's just under a lesbian recap. And you can listen to the episode where we deep dive on Beverly Mitchell. Yes. Because this episode actually gets brought up because of something that she's done outside of this. Yeah. Um, in her personal life. So. And like, which friend dies? Is it going to be Suzanne? Is it Mila? 
whose name is Ashley. Ashley. Mila I know Kunis. because she's now on that 70s show. Yeah, by now Mila Kunis is in that 70s show. I think it was 97, 98 when it came out. So Yeah, so hard to say. And so what yeah, is it her poor friend Susanna? Is know. it the friend who has they thought had an eating disorder, but is oh she who's also just very poor. Yeah, but she had braces. That's why she was right. Going to Lucy the just has a lot of poor friends. <laughs> or is it Jimmy Moon? I don't think it is. I don't but... think it's Jimmy Moon. That ruined her whole life. I know. Do you want to know what though? I just realized. I looked up the actors that played in this episode. We just looked like I always look them up on IMDb to see if they're famous for any other thing or whatever. Or if they're dead. Yeah, or if they're dead. <laughs> Dwight. Yeah. Um, it listed that Andrew Keegan was going to be in this episode. I wonder if like his scene got cut or something. Interesting. Like I could picture maybe Mary running into him at the movie theater or something. Yeah, and it being awkward. like he's bringing his son to the cartoon movie, and then and she's there with a fourteen-year-old. I bet <laughs> that would have been a good scene to leave in. That would have been because there wasn't really much of a Mary storyline. Well, if you want to catch any of the clips from this episode, go follow us on TikTok or Instagram. Um, because we post one or two every episode and yeah. they're very funny. Very, very. What do we got going on next weekend? I already read it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching you pull it up and I was like, oh, I guess we haven't done that yet. No, we have. Oh Car man. Accident. Car accident. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a really good week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.